Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Hillary, and you can call us... The Garden Tarts. You know, kissing lips and breaking hearts. We have been bestest friends for over 25 years, and we love to talk you too. We've had some super ridiculous adventures, and now this podcast, which is pretty much all opinion with a handful of facts thrown in. Why a YouTube podcast? Because as much as we love talking you two, we know you do too. So sit down, grab a drink, and find us on Instagram and Twitter so we can chat. Hey, Hillary, guess what? What? The boys are back! Yay! Yay! I've missed them so much. And by back, I mean they are um, 18 hours in time zone difference away. <laughs> Literally the other side of the world. Why aren't we there? Because it's expensive and it's a really long way away. And uh, I'm still yeah. paying off last tour. So, <laughs> On one hand, it's really weird to not be there. And on the other hand, it's like... The thought of being there is just incomprehensible. It is. I, I definitely, um, I mean, I have, every so often I have this little teeny, you know, heart flip, like, man, I wish I was there. But it's very rare. For the most part, I'm glad I'm not there. I've been um, watching on Twitter is first, like, the people going to New Zealand were packing up and going. And now the people that are going to Australia are packing up and going. And they're like, they don't live far from me. <laughs> and I'm right. like, but if they can make it. Right. No, I think I'd have to draw up my divorce papers. <laughs> you know, if I if I found nine million dollars, just meet me at the airport. Okay. Bring my and, passport. Yeah. I mean my passport's already always ready to go. Yeah, well, I know where mine door. is. Yeah. If I but nine million dollars, that'll that'll be okay that'll with be that. Good. Yeah. We could make that. We could stretch it. Yeah. <laughs> well the band is back they are playing they just finished up two nights in New Zealand before they head to Australia and we thought we would just check in yeah see what's going on we saw a handful of the shows on the Joshua Tree 30 tour here in the United States so we we're excited to see what happens yeah and from uh from what I've read in the little clips I've seen of uh the first show in Auckland, it was very reminiscent of uh, the first show of the whole anniversary tour I saw in Vancouver, and it looked like Bono was going to puke the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Stage fright must? <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, man, I I had seats, not great seats, and you could see he looked just green and nervous the entire time, which... I gotta give, I mean, he should. It's a lot going on. Yeah. But also, like, they've already toured this album and they just rehearsed the crap out of it, like, right. two weeks prior. They but, toured um, this album, you know, twice. <laughs> Fully, twice. And now <laughs> they're doing it again. So I saw a clip of Bono, um, that really funny clip where he was like, um, he uh, he said that, you know, Edge is really rough on them because they're trying to play and sing songs that they should already know. <laughs> um, but that was an interesting thing because I was... Edge uh, was beating them up. <laughs> Edge is a mean man. He beats them. 
Um, but I, I just kind of was talking to my dad about it, kind of joking around. And um, he's, he said, if they don't play well, do you care? And I really had to think about that for a second because, no, not really, but it's only because of comic relief. It's right. not, I, I mean, I like a perfect show and everything, but I also like to see that they're human and, you know, everybody makes mistakes sometimes, yeah. you know, a lot of mistakes, but no, I honestly, I mean, I don't want to see a show that's just bad. I don't want to see a show when people are in a bad mood, but if they have like little, you know, moments of screwing up a song or something, <laughs> I love that. There was some video, I think it was the first night someone posted it on Instagram. They were at the front rail, like right <laughs> at Trevana's mic. I wish I remembered who it was so I could credit them. It is so brilliant. Um, and I guess he messed up a line during Trip Through Your Wires. And they like laughed at him and he mouthed down, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and she took like a live picture with her phone. So it like caught it. It's so brilliant. <laughs> so brilliant. And he's laughing. He's laughing yeah, like it's definitely really laughing. I love it. That might be one of my favorite little video snips. Ever. Now we have it <laughs> for forever. <laughs> I took it. Whoever whoever made that video or made that posted that image, thank you. Because yeah. uh I'm sure you've uh allowed us many, many years in the future of laughing over that. <laughs> Video. Same fuck you, Via Bono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it was people see. Oh, go ahead. So I, I've seen him screw up lyrics before, and we've definitely laughed, and he's definitely looked at us, but he's never been happy about it. No. <laughs> I've just always gotten like a, a glare, not like a any sort of happy interaction. Just like, I mean, I think he was like, fuck you. But it, he just um, said it with his like, face. Fuck you. <laughs> like, not and, happy. you know, how ironic when you're looking at the rock star and they mess up, how dare you notice? Right. When you're not looking at the rock star. How dare you not be looking at the right. rock star? My, um, someone yesterday, your theory of cats, toddlers, and rock stars. Yes. <laughs> They're all Definitely. the same. Yeah, all the same. My, um, I have a friend that's, uh, been in a YouTube cover band and every so often and they've been doing it for years and years and years where they just play through the Joshua tree which I never ever thought I'd see you two do that but yeah you know it happened but I can't remember the song I think it was maybe running a standstill or something he screwed up the lyrics the singer the fake Bono and I just shook my head and he then gave this whole speech about how um humiliating it is when there's someone that's <laughs> that's you know chiding you while you're singing the wrong words or whatever which I thought was funny but never I mean, been come on get it right <laughs> I know all the words how hard is it for you to know all yeah, the words right? yeah. oh goodness well they um, I don't think we need to talk about the nights individually but it's just fun the set list didn't change that much from the original anniversary tour, the JT30 tour, the opening set stayed the same. And of course, the main set is the Joshua Tree. And but the Encore Man 
it's like they took the best of the E&I tour and the Josh Re tour and the Josh Re 30 tour yeah. and made this great new encore that is just, I mean, I just listened to it streaming, actually like a recorded version of the streaming because um, as much as I love those boys, I also enjoy my sleep and I'm not getting up at 2.30 in the morning. No, no. I, uh, I did the first night. I randomly had to wake up. I randomly woke up to pee and I looked at the clock and I'm like, well, let me see. Oh, let's check in. So, um, what was I going to, oh, McFisto is back. He doesn't have like a big McFisto speech. That's a shame because that was always so much fun. I know. He'll get but it back. He comes back for just a little bit and... Let's see, the encore is, the first night it was Elevation, Vertigo, Even Better Than the Real Thing, Every Breaking Wave, which was really nice to hear again, Beautiful Day, Ultraviolet, Love is Bigger Than Anything It's Way, and then One. And on the second night, they swapped out Every Breaking Wave with You're the Best Thing About Me. Which really, that is, that's a really great, you're right. It's it's the best of uh, E and I and I and E and so great JT and yeah, really, like they did good with that. So you know, the first night was very like clockwork. Like, don't miss a beat. Don't this this that. And then the second night was like comedy club. <laughs> he did this great thing. I know you did. You even heard it when he was introducing each of the band members, mm-hmm. and it was all very cute. But with Adam. He kind of went on about him a little bit and how um, his, but he, he ends with like his life is now ruled by a, a three-year-old. <laughs> it's like redefining the role of the rock star or something. Right. It was so cute. You have to find the clip and hear it because it is really, really adorable. I will. I'll listen to it tomorrow for sure. And he did something else where after In God's Country, Bono said, he's like, I was just thinking this morning or whatever about how Edge and Larry had a life before this group. And they were in some little local country band called the Drifting Cowboys, apparently. <laughs> so he did a little interview with them. <laughs> like, what, what, what was that life like? And Edge said some line that he'd said before, like he was always told that there was no money in rock and roll. And then Bono's like walking past the drum set, and Larry's like, The Foxtrot. And Bono's like, What? What? And he's, <laughs> he gives Larry the mic. He's like, I learned to play the Foxtrot. And if you'll indulge me, I'll play it for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And he did, and everyone cheered. And Bono said something like, Oh, what's good? You always have that to fall back on if it right. doesn't work out. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. I have to watch that. It's like they're instantly. I haven't seen. I've seen pictures of that moment. I don't know if I've seen. I had. There's video out there. I'll send it. I'll find it again. And of course, the big, huge thing about New Zealand is that they're old roadie slash friend slash partner in crime. Greg Carroll was from New Zealand. And One Tree Hill is dedicated to him. And I think all of the Joshua Tree album. It is. The whole girl. His family was there the second night, which is very touching. Um, what else happened that was 
ultraviolet still has like the women up on the screen, the luminaries. I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, during one, they dedicate one to the victims of the Christ Church. Oh, that's nice. And um, he mentioned he might mention it during Sunday Bloody Sunday, if I remember correctly. And then during one at the end, which is, was a surprise in the rehearsals, they were always ending with Love is Bigger. Mm-hmm. And then they end up running with one and they put the names, they put the names of the victims up on the screen. Just very 9-11 reminiscent. Oh, that's... Really- in a really wonderful way. So I'm looking at the um, the snip the snippets that Bonham added in. Yeah. Um, and they're almost all the same. Almost. I'm surprised that he snipped in America. They still have the Trump video. Um. Oh, but oh, that, really? I didn't. I didn't even. Yeah, the Trump video is still there before exit. And then the one snippet people were really excited about was uh, the fall at your feet during bad, which is crowded house. Oh, I didn't see that on here. So the locals were, it's on the second night. Um, during bad, people got very excited about that. Cause while I don't think that song was a hit here at all, crowded house was like a two hit wonder here in America, but they yeah. were very, very popular down there. No, yeah, the first night he did America during Bad. Oh, it, okay, I see that. He did the Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that I always thought that Elevation and Vertigo, like, back-to-back would be redundant, but they're, like, this powerhouse of energy. I love those together so much. I just kind of thought, like, oh, those are the pop singles. Let's not put them back to right. back. Right. But damn. Interesting. I um, I always love Elevation for some reason. I'm not an enormous fan of Vertigo. But yeah. I'm sure they work well, you know. I'm sure that is exciting. Like that. The energy. Yeah. And yeah. they definitely had those back to back before. Like, that's not yeah. a new thing. I was just thinking about it recently. They were, I did see a clip, and I can't remember what it was now, but oh, it was. It, the clip of from the first night, it was One Tree Hill, where at different parts, Bono just stops singing, and then the crowd sings. Yeah. Which, I mean, he does that with plenty of other songs, but it just kind of, to me, that was really kind of emotional for him to do that in, you know, New Zealand. Right. Oh my gosh. Like in One Tree Hill's like right there. It's like right. right. And I guess there was a big, really big moon that night. I forget what the name of the moon was, but there was like a moon event. Yeah. That made it really big and bright. And it's just what a cool thing. The next show is uh Tuesday in Brisbane. Yeah. Which is I mean, Tuesday, but here it's. It's all so different. So Australia yeah, has like a gazillion time zones. Yeah. I don't. One show in Australia starts at like 4.30 a.m. And another one starts at like 7.30 a.m. I'm like, how? I need to look up how big that country is. 
It's huge. It's like uh, fly. I years ago I researched like the airfare. For some reason, it wasn't that bad right now. When I looked it up last week, just in case I found nine million dollars. But I looked it up years ago, and it was like the um, it was like flying to Australia to like try flying across the world for every flight. Like it was so expensive just to fly across the country, the continent. Um, but so this is interesting. This is another thing to, uh, to address. I think, um, there, the ticket sales were not great in, uh, New Zealand. There were total sections where of seats that they blocked off because the tickets, there wasn't anyone to sit there for the second show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well for the first show, they moved the stage forward. Oh, I saw that first show. Okay. Yeah. So instead of it being, it, it kind of was a good bit further. Yeah. Uh, um. You know, to make the floor smaller, I guess I don't know, but people, I read a thing that people were being issued new tickets because their seats were now, you know, obscured because they moved the stage. Yeah. Um. But. There's still tickets available for uh, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Adelaide. The first show in Sydney sold out. And then the rest, and then the second show, Sydney, and the Perth show, there's still tickets. Uh, Interestingly, um, the show in Singapore is sold out. Both of them? No, just the first one. And then... Both of the Tokyo shows are sold out, and that's it. Those are the only sold sellouts. Mm-hmm. So the next show, the one in Brisbane, is five starts at five thirty a.m. for us. Okay. So that would be easy for me to catch it. A few songs. I'm up at like six. Right. So I could catch some of that live. And then it bounces. It's just crazy. Like, I don't know how they manage, like, bouncing around all these weird hours. Right. Like, crazy. I, mean, I can't I imagine. But I guess it's been their life for. Yeah. A I mean, long when time. you, when you go, I mean, it's a huge difference just flying, um, say, you know, to Europe versus flying to Australia. But do you, when you go to like Dublin, do you get, do you feel like you're all screwed up because of the time? I do for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. So that's like what, that's a five hour time difference for us. Yeah. But I also, there's definitely that, but there's also just the exhaustion of traveling. I think that's my it. thing. I don't, I think I adjust to the time really well. Right. But when you just have no choice. You could right. sleep your whole trip, or you could go right. on as if the sun is up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just, life goes on, you just make it happen. Right. Power through. Hey there, listeners. If you're a YouTube fan, you are more than likely aware of the work that Bono has done and continues to do in Africa. It's amazing work, and the exciting thing is you can get involved too. There are two simple ways. One, 
Go to one.org and sign up to fight against extreme poverty. Two, visit red.org to shop. What? Shopping helps? It sure does. By purchasing red branded products, you are contributing to the Global Fund, which supports HIV AIDS grants in many African countries. As your man says, where you live should not decide whether you live or whether you die. So head on over to one.org and red.org to join the Garden Tarts in doing our part to end AIDS. Yeah, I feel like traveling to Australia would be so exhausting, but we almost lose no time. (laughs) Well, going, right. I mean, like the clock, they're eight, they're 18 hours ahead of us. They're living in the future. Right. Like, I, I keep freaking out. I'm like, these shows are happening in the future. <laughs> it is Friday morning for me, and I'm listening to a show that happened Friday night that hasn't even happened here yet. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, when you come back, it, I mean, again, it would be if you had a direct flight. But if you came back, then you yeah. actually get here before you left. Right. <laughs> if you had a direct flight, right. I don't know if that ha- I happens. I don't think so. So far. Yep. So far away. I would have no desire. I have no desire to get on a plane for that long to just go to shows. Like, I'd want it. If I'm going to go there, I want to be there. Right. Like what we did in Dublin. Like, we got there almost a whole week early. And we vacationed before the shenanigans. I mean, yeah, we also, you know, did check-ins and stood in line and whatever. We did, and it's a city we know well, so we didn't have to go be tourists. No. But, um, yeah, man. We need a whole ep one day of us talking about Dublin. Oh, hey, that'd be fun. Yeah, I don't think... Swear to get the best Irish coffees. Yeah. And where not to. Yes, exactly. Where to shop, where not to shop. Um... (laughs) Yeah, we will. We've done more than shopping and drinking in Dublin. We've got a lot to tell, actually. (laughs) Just those are just the highlights. We've just been there, done all that. You still got stuff to do by the bar, (laughs) by the pub. Uh huh. We've been there, Molly Malone. I've been there, right? Rory Gallagher's guitar. Sure, sure. There's oh. we we had drinks near there. Yeah, we walked past it. Did some shopping. Oh my god. Um, that is a cool statue. But we'll, we'll we really I don't think we've talked about it. But I think we should have a whole episode on a. That would be fun after we're done with the albums. Yeah. Well, I think like let's come back and talk about some more shows. In a few. Shows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And see how things have changed or this or that. Yeah, maybe uh, next week this time. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Done deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you next week at okay. 1.30. Sounds good. Good same week. Bat time, same bat, bat drink. <laughs> oh. What are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> what am I drinking? I've got Jameson Black Label. I've had a day. Actually, I haven't had a day, but I had a friend that had a day who I was helping. So I'm like vicariously 
Dang, Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, oh, so what's your, we should still ask Bono a question about this over whiskey and cake. Um, we should, but let me say what I'm drinking. Yeah. Oh, I'm, that's so important. I'm drinking yeah. um, Bailey's on the rocks and it's the salted caramel flavor. And I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. It's just not that great tonight. I don't know why. Maybe it was because I, I had a few drinks last night um, at a Harry Potter themed bar mitzvah, which oh my God, I could do a whole up about another time. Amazing. The coolest thing I've maybe ever seen in my life. Um, but uh, so I don't know if it's me or if it's just the drink, but I'm not, I'm not I'm loving it. it. No. Um Question I would ask Bono is, uh, or, um, it's not, I guess it's not really a question. It's just, you know, when these songs were written and, and recorded in 86, you know, early 87, could you even imagine the fact that all these years later, you're still singing the same album like this album is that huge that people still want to hear it in its entirety you know do you have an idea what his do you have an idea what his answer would be i think he would say no because you know at least i mean they say all the time that they're not a you know they're not his they're not a historic band they don't like going backwards right so that's why this tour i think is what was i mean an extreme surprise we i was very yeah. surprised when what? yeah you heard that when we got that news i know <laughs> um i i was very surprised by that but i think his answer would be no just because back then and up until 2017 they didn't go backwards yeah which is which is also a you know, semi-frustrating thing as a fan because I do want to hear old old stuff, yeah. which you know they they pick out you know a handful, but they don't go this into it. Yeah, I was thinking um, that his answer would be yes, that he d- would believe he'd still be singing them, but not as an album anniversary, right? Maybe. I mean, you're probably right. I mean, I'm sure there are a handful of songs that... Quite confident fellow, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, I I think that back then, Bono, that young Bono would, wouldn't have bet yeah. anything that they'd play the tour through. They'd play an album through as a tour. Right, right. But also, that's a fairly new concept in the past 10, 15 years or whatever. Yeah. People never used to do that. Right. So do you want to my question for Bono? Yeah. Mine is, I want to know what happened to those pants that were so nice on his tushy. <laughs> yeah. Did he leave them at home? Or did he lose weight and now they, they're they too oh, baggy? Maybe. Which I think is a possibility. That is a possibility. But they're just perfect. I know. I'll bring up Sharon, their For stylist, sure. and say, Sharon, what happened to those nice tushy pants? Yeah, they were they were really nice pants. It's just very flattering. It's just perfect. Yeah. Um, and these just 
But you know what? You're right. It looks like they've just stretched out because they haven't been washed or anything. But yeah, it looks I like imagine legal, on the like first legal jeans. Right. But I imagine <laughs> you're right that on the first show, he'd have <laughs> at least clean pants to wear. I wonder if there's like a first show ritual. What if he wears them all through rehearsal, unwashed, and then has to wear them the first night as is? Making shit be. up. That's I was going to say, do you is. think that they have actual, like, dress rehearsals where they wear the costumes? But then that's what Bono wears all the time anyway. No, well, he definitely, well, it's so <laughs> true. But I think he does a bit, I mean, he wore, like, if you saw stuff, he had, like, the Shadow Man outfit on and mm-hmm. the McFisto hat. So there's definitely some stuff. Yeah. I also, yeah, I, um... Really, he does need to get those old pants back. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll see him in Australia. So I, I would also, I think we also should definitely note that um, Larry has a new hairdo, which is very oh controversial. Gosh. We should have started with this news. Right? This is the biggest news of the whole Larry two shows. Larry has more hair before. than we have ever seen him with. Yeah. And I really, really didn't like it at first, but it's growing on me. It's cut and layered really nicely in the back. Yeah. But there's this thing it does in the front where it kind of like creates this weird part that you listeners can't see it. <laughs> well, I'll <laughs> give you like a good horns. <laughs> I'll give you a good reference to it. Okay. If you look at Joey Tribbiani on the first couple episodes of Friends when it yeah. started, it's kind of like that. Okay, but it really makes some Rob Lowe references. Yeah, I can, I can and, see that. Uh, someone referenced someone else. I forget, but it was pretty perfect. It's also dark, where he's Very always dark. been this, you know, blonde, yeah, Aryan kid, and now he's a bad color. But yeah, this is like people are talking about it. Yeah. There's a Twitter poll, and it was. People in general are very overwhelmingly happy with it. They say it looks young. He looks young. Which he he definitely looks young. But um, in in the same topic, they all look good. They, they all, all just look, look healthy and well rested. And I don't think I could, you know, when at the beginning of uh, of uh, E and I, I didn't think that. I thought they all looked a little. Not edge, but I thought the rest of them looked a edge little... Edge doesn't age much. No. But they looked a little bit just tired and haggard for for the Older. first show of... Yeah, of like the they tour. they finally aged. Yeah. And, more. Um, more. <laughs> <laughs> Some more than others. Some more than others. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it, from the pictures I see in the little video clips and stuff, it really looks like they're just doing great. Adam's hair is a lot longer, too. Yeah. He's got these gray little curls, and they're so cute. Yeah. But, I mean, from from what I've heard, from the clips I've heard, Bonnie's voice sounds amazing. Yes. Just strong and... Uh... Oh, and to go with that, there's been talk on Twitter again about how the Edge's guitar playing is evolving on some of these Joshua Tree songs. Oh, not just Joshua Tree. I someone mentioned Exit and Love is Bigger, how he's like making little 
um, just tiny changes. I think someone thought that Larry's drumming was a little different on New Year's Day. Like, these songs are growing. It's mm-hmm. really obvious, my completely untrained ear, the beginning of Mothers of the Disappeared is, it kind of reminds me of the beginning of Bono's version of Silver and Gold. Like really? Loud, like, steel guitar kind of sound. It's really like, you're not sure what's happening right away. And then it goes into... It's re- I really like it. It's yeah. less of like a subtle fade in, and now it's just like you'll notice it right away. Yeah, I need to listen yeah. tomorrow on the way to work. I'll there you go. listen. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, and like we said goodbye in next week, and then we had to drink and talk to the band. But now we should say goodnight. Yeah. Now we should. Uh, okay. Great up, and I'll see you next week. Yep, sounds good. Okay. Bye. Bye. Also, we love hearing from people and chatting with people, and of course, we love talking to you too. So you can drop us a line on Instagram or Twitter at the underscore garden tarts, or you can even email us at wearethegardentarts at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you would share it with your other YouTube loving friends, as well as leave a review for us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. We would really, really love that. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Until next time. Cheers.